Hey family, it's Coach Josh here again on the Daily Play. And today's Daily Plays for the ladies. Today we're going to be talking about 12 traits a godly man finds attractive in a woman or 12 traits a man of God wants in a wife. But before we get into this video, go ahead and pause it and go to my website, IamUnplugged.com forward slash worksheet and download today's worksheet. And here you will be able to get today's worksheet and be able to see if these traits are in your life. But as everyone is coming in, and for those who are new, uh, feel free, if you feel like this is a good vibe and you feel like this video is good and you watch it or whatever, make sure you subscribe, hit the bell. And as those who've been a part of my community for a long time, make sure you like, share, and comment. I would love to hear what you got from this video. And for those who are new, I would love to have you a part of my community here online. But let's get right into my main thought. And we got a lot of points to cover, ladies. And I got this question from Jamelia White. Jamelia, here's your video. Jamelia White asked this question. How can women be attractive to a godly man? She asked, how can women be attractive to a godly man? Let's get to my main thought and get to the problem and get to some points and really help all ladies really see what a godly man truly finds attractive or what he really or the attributes he would love to have in a wife. Let's get to our main thought. True beauty is not skin deep, but soul deep. True beauty is not skin deep, but soul deep. The problem. Many women are overly focused on how they look on the outside than how they look on the inside. They are able to draw a man, but are not able to keep a man. Many women are overly focused on how they look on the outside than how they look on the inside. We said many, we didn't say all. They are able to draw a man, but are not able to keep a man. They look too much in the mirror on the wall than they do in the mirror of the word. Many women are only focused on how they look on the outside than how they look on the inside. They are able to draw a man, but are not able to keep a man. They look too much in the mirror on the wall than they do the mirror in God's word. Ladies, it's very important that you understand what true beauty is. Beauty is not skin deep. That's surface level. Beauty is soul deep. Beauty is, is the wellness in, in, a, in a woman's heart. The well stream that is, that is flooding and, and, and moving in her. That's where beauty is. Character. Don't get me wrong. Men are attractive to the physicalities of a woman, but the, but the, the attributes of a woman is what keeps a man. The physicalities may draw a man, but it's the attributes coupled with that beauty on the outside that keeps a man there when it comes to a God man. See, boys, they're going to be attracted to you as a toy. They're going to be attracted to you as a trophy. They only see the surface. But a man of God is a man that says, man, I love what God has made you into. I love what God is doing in you. And that is what's drawing me to stay with you. Many women are overly focused on how they look on the outside than they are on the inside. They are able to draw a man, but not able to keep one. They look too much in the mirror on the wall than they do the mirror in God's word. In order to make changes inwardly, you got to look in the mirror of God's word. You got to look into the word of God to see what a woman uh, 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 was destined to be, to see what a wife is, see what a mother is, to see an entrepreneurial woman as she needs to be. So that when you look in the perfect law of liberty, you will be able to look and see if, if, if there's any blemish or things on the inside that is really keeping you from having that man by your side. It's keeping you from really progressing how you desire to be. Many people, men and women, they look too much in the mirror on the wall, looking and covering the blemishes and, and adjusting, but they're not going into God's word as a mirror. They say, you know, what is my soul like? Am I really exhibiting Christ's attributes? 
Am I really exhibiting the fruits of the Spirit? How do you look on the inside? It is important for all of us to constantly look into the mirror of God's Word to see how beautiful He uh, we are in Him, to really see the blemishes and the blockages that's keeping us from bearing His proper image and, 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 and living His proper likeness. It's important for us to not just look at the mirror on the wall. I'm not saying necessarily not to look at the mirror. Make sure that you carry yourself well, look presentable. But what about your character? Let's keep going. There is levels to attraction when it comes to men. There are levels to attraction when it comes to men. A man's altitude will determine his attraction. Let's repeat that. There is levels to attraction when it comes to men. A man's altitude will determine his attractions. The higher they are or the closer they are to God, the more holistic their attractions are. There's levels to attraction when it comes to men. Low-level men, they just look at the surface. Mid-level men, they look at the surface and they'll compromise for things they shouldn't compromise for. High-level, God-fearing men, they look for holistic um, uh, attributes that mirrors their altitude. And this is vice versa. So I'm not sitting there saying that this is uh, uh, taking the men out of the equation. Women, you too should look at a man. You should be so high on God, thinking on things that are above, seated where Christ is seated, so that you would be able to determine, I'm not just going to settle for a man that looks good on the outside. I'm not just going to settle for a man who has money and has a good career. I'm going to look at him in his entirety because a whole man is able to hold. A whole woman is able to hold her position in the household. And that's why you have to understand there's levels to attraction. Low-level people only see the outside. Mid-level people see the outside drawn to it and they see red flags, but still they'll still decide to deal with them. But high-level people, people who care about their purpose, people who love eternity, embrace eternity, living for eternity, love God, and are pursuing a purpose and love themselves, these people are not just going to settle just a, no man at that level, at that altitude, it's going to settle for certain low-level attributes. It is what it is. There is levels to attraction when it comes to a man or to men. A man's altitude will determine his attraction level. The higher they are or the closer they are to God, the more holistic their attractions are, meaning they're going to examine, are you really well? Are you really Okay. Are you really whole? Are you progressive in the things of God? Or have you plateaued in him many years ago? A man of God is not going to settle for a woman who is halfway with God, who is partial in the things of God. No man of God who's whole himself physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally is going to settle for a woman who's half in a lot of those areas. You may be whole on the outside. You may be beautiful on the outside, but are you able to do or to exhibit attributes that will actually hold up your part in the household? Now, let's get some scriptures so that we can really understand what does the word of God say about beauty. And then we're going to talk about 12 traits that attracts a God-fearing man. First Peter 3, 3-4 through 4 says, Do not let your adorning be external the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. Gentleness, kindness, a quietness. When, when quietness doesn't mean that you don't speak. We want to make sure we make that clear. Quietness means um, 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 patience, stillness, understanding, empathy. Quietness should be in the heart of a man. Quietness should be in the heart of a woman. Where a woman and a man both speak when it's fit the occasion, where it's able to build up. 
It says, don't let, do not let your adorning be external. I mean, that's a command. He's saying, man, don't get caught up in the world system that tempts you and lures you to only look good on the outside. And there's some women that not only look good on the outside, but they only care, they care about what's extended on their outside. So they, they look good on their flesh. Their body looks good. Their business look good. Everything looks good. But inside, they still got girl tendencies. Inside, they are not tenderhearted. Inside, they, 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 they tear men down with their words. They have no control of their emotions. That's not true beauty. Do not let adorning be external, the braiding of the hair and the putting on a gold jewelry or the clothing you wear, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart. With the imperishable, imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. What God's saying, don't focus just solely on the outside. God don't mind you looking cute. God don't mind you being cute, girl. He don't mind you putting putting cute things together. He don't mind you braid your hair. Whatever, but do not let that be your main focus. He said, but let your beauty seep through your skin, through, uh, through because of your character, because of your attributes that are anchored in Christ. He says, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty. See, this, this part, the outside can be can be perishable. It can it can be destroyed. You can get a scar right through your face. You can lose your hair. You can lose the external beauty. But a man who's a man of God, he he's not solely set on your external beauty. A man of God sees a beauty within because as you age, you stage. Well, you you transfer. Meaning that not your beauty wanes, but your you may get wrinkles, you may whatever, whatever comes with aging. But as that digresses, the inside continues to progress. That's for both men and women that we are going to fade. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get gray hairs. You're not going to look 21 years old and you shouldn't desire to look 21 years old all the time. You shouldn't desire. You should be look. You shouldn't dare to look your best self, but you shouldn't try to look in, a, in an age where you're aging from because that perishes. But what cannot perish is the beauty of the soul. Are you okay? How's your soul? How beautiful is your soul? Is it ugly? Is it dirty? Is it is it a, 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 a type of soul that a man doesn't want to be around? A man is not going to a man is going to be around your soul more so than your beauty. See, that what drew you to him. That's what drew him to you. But it's your soul and the beauty of it, the gentleness of it. That's what's going to keep them there and enjoy your presence. A lot of people marry right now and their wife wonder why they man, they only see their man three or four hours a day. They wonder why their man is always gone. You got to look at your soul. You got to look at your heart and say, man, am I a helpmate or am I a hurtmate? Let's keep going. Proverbs 31, 30 says, charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. That's very important. Charm is deceitful. Fellas, you got to stand there. And beauty is vain. Like you can't get caught up in the beauty. But a woman who fears the Lord, that's where true beauty is. We're not sitting there saying you don't take care of yourself. We're not sitting there saying that. But the fear, the woman who fears God and reverence him, spirit and soul would be intact. Psalms 139, 14 says, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Do your soul knows the well? Does your soul know the well? If your soul don't know the well, you won't be well. Does, does your soul know very well the, 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 the beauty of salvation and what it does into your life and what sanctification brings out of you as a person? 
that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Some women don't even know just what they're made of. They they make up, they they make up, but they don't know what they're made of. They make up, they they make up their face, but they don't really know what they're made of. And when you know what you made of, man, you you will you will continue to enhance that. And then you will be a person whose soul is thriving and beautiful, 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 and whose beauty exceeds the adornment of the outside. Now, let's get to these 12 traits. 12 traits that attracts a God-fearing man. 12 traits that attracts a God-fearing man or what a God-fearing man wants in a wife. And I spelled the word traits, so I have two points for each letter. Traits, T-R-A-I-T-S. Traits, number one, T. One of the traits that, are, that, that is very attractive to a God-fearing man or what a God-fearing man wants as an attribute in his wife is a transforming character transforming character, meaning they're transforming into the image of Christ every day. Their goal is to uh, uh, portray the image of Christ. They're transforming. They're not plateaued. They're not stagnated in high school, middle school, playing middle school, high school, college games. They're transforming. They, 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 a man wants a woman who, who is always endeavoring to grow and is always endeavoring to transform. They're not conforming to the image of the world. Either way, right now, ladies, you're bearing a form. Right now, you're bearing a form from a formula of society or the formula of the Savior. Either you're bearing or the conforming image of Satan or you're bearing the transforming image of Christ. Which form are you bearing? It's very important that you bear the image of Christ that you say, you know what? Am I transforming? The Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, meaning that your thinking and, and your willingness to think like Christ will help you transform. That's a trait that a God-fearing man wants in a wife and finds attractive that she is never the same. That's what keeps a man pursuing you. If you stay the same, there's nothing else to pursue. But as he transforms and as you transform and as you grow, he gets a chance to pursue the new you in Christ. Another trait that's very attractive to a God-fearing man is theological soundness. No man of God wants a woman that barely knows God. A man of God wants a woman that knows her word, who knows how to rightly divide, who is not just a woman who is who is who is still on the breast of her pastor, who still whose nourishment only comes from another man's mouth. Because no man wants a woman that has a pastor's rag washing her too. He wants to be the one washing. It doesn't mean a, a pastor is not um, um, able to do that. Correct? Don't get, you hear what I'm saying? That she doesn't go to the pastor's bathing room more so than she go to her husband. He wants a wife who is theologically sound, who knows the word for herself, who knows what the word says about herself, and, and, and is living that out. So a very valuable trait that a God-fearing man finds very attractive in a woman is number one, her transforming character and her theological sound. Let's get to R. One of the traits that a God-fearing man finds very attractive in a woman, respectfulness. Respectfulness. Um, uh, it, the level of your respect for yourself and the level of respect you have for God will determine respect you give a man. Men live off of respect. Women live off of love. Man's love language is respect. It's rooted in respect. Woman's love language is rooted in love and empathy and understanding, right? Um, that's why the word submit. You heard we said in many podcasts um, that the word submit to your wife is sacrifice. Uh, oh, um, uh, uh, men love your wives, right? And women submit to your husbands. Love, when a man, uh, uh, the Bible says when men love their wives, that's a woman's love language. When a man, when the word of God says women submit, it's showing respect. You see what I'm saying? But 
One of the greatest respects or one of the greatest traits that a God-fearing man loves out of a woman is her level of respect for him, her honor for him. A lot about manhood has been demonized, that there's a lot of negative rap about men and fathers, that women have been taught by bruised women about their views of men and have perverted their views of men and caused these young girls to be bruised in their perspective of men. And so all they've been taught is men are a certain way. This um, this how you make a man do what you need to be done. No, no, no. The word of God says how a woman's supposed to respect and honor. That's why the Bible says the one who fears the Lord, that woman shall be praised. It says, um, the one, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Your level of reverence towards God will determine your level of respect towards yourself and the limits you have for yourself and your respect and the limits you give to a man. If you don't revere God, if you don't fear him, if you don't honor him, you're not going to honor yourself. If you're not going to honor yourself, you're not going to honor a man. Let's continue to the second R. The second R in traits that are attracted to a God-fearing man is realistic expectations. No man wants to be with a woman that has unrealistic expectations on marriage, unrealistic expectations about life, because that stresses the man out. A man wants a woman who understands life, who has realistic expectations, realistic goals, realistic time frames, so that her pressures or her, her passions won't pressure him. No man wants a woman's unrealistic passions to pressure him and put him in a prison and he wants to lead her in truth, but she's being led by her passions. He wants a woman who is realistically sound, who does not have unrealistic expectations and have these uh, fantasy dreams that, that they're not financially able to be brought in. Another trait, number five, the fifth trait that a, a God-fearing man finds attractive is assuredness. A, assuredness, which in other words is confidence. A man wants a woman that's confident. No, a real man of God don't want no soft man. Low level woman, low low level men want uh, uh, low self esteemed women. High level men, men who are up there with God in attribute, want a woman who's assured. Wants a woman that's confident. She's assured of who she is in Christ. She's assured of her salvation. She's assured of who she is. No man, no man of God wants a woman who's who do you think I am? Do you think I'm beautiful? No, a man wants a woman who's confident. Not confident in her strength, but in the strength and the spirit that's in her. Are you assured of who you are? Are you assured of your worth in Christ? Are you assured? Because no God-fearing man wants a woman who's not assured of herself and not assured of who she is in Christ. The second A, a trait that a God-fearing man finds attractive is a woman that's accommodating. A woman who serves. A woman who's accommodating. No man wants a woman that wants a man to always meet her accommodations, but don't accommodate anything. A man doesn't want a woman that only wants that man to do what she wants, a self-centered, selfish woman. A God-fearing man wants a woman who's accommodating. A assured woman accommodates. She says, you know what? You know what? Let's find a common ground. Let's 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 find balance. Let me let me serve you. A woman, a true woman, don't care about her being served. It's like a woman, a man of God doesn't care about. It. Uh, his service. They solely care about serving the other. The goal of a marriage is to outserve, is to serve. It's not to be thinking, well, I'm only going to serve so that I can be served this way. No, it's about I'm going to accommodate you. Here are my accommodations. This is what I can offer you. Here is what my suite can accommodate you. This is what my what I what my who I am can accommodate. We all oh, we got a business class, we got a business center, we got a gym. Here are the accommodations. What do you really offer a man? What services do you offer? 
That's what a man finds attractive, a woman who's accommodating, a woman who says, you know what? I'm just here to serve because I trust that in you serving God, you will serve me the way I should be served. Number four, um, 12 traits that are attracted to a God for man or the section of the eyes. What's attracted to a man is woman's intelligence. IQ and EQ. A man wants a woman who's not dumb and who's not numb. He, he wants a, a woman. A man wants a woman who's not dumb intellectually and numb emotionally. No man wants that. A woman. A man wants a woman who is highly intelligent. And intelligence doesn't mean book smart. We're talking about intelligence all around. Intelligent in the things of God. Intelligent in the things she need. We're not talking about intelligent in everything. I'm not. You don't want no woman. No man wants a woman that who's a know it all, but knows. But he wants a man that a man wants a woman that knows all she needs to know when it comes to her and them intelligence and EQ emotional intelligence is very important no man wants a woman who do not have emotional intelligence empathy understanding a, a man doesn't want a woman who don't have a self-control and controlness over her emotions you have to have IQ and EQ you're not numb to what happened to you and your ex you're not numb but you actually um, 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 are able to succumb you see what I'm saying overcome all right, and you're able to thrive and succeed. Another trait that attracted that's attracted to a God-fearing man in the T category, tender-heartedness. A man wants a woman who's tender-hearted, kind, sociable, nice. Are you always aggressive, mean, strong, intense, stern? No man wants that. No man wants to lay on a rock. He wants to lay on a pillow. He wants to lay on something tender, not tough. See what I'm saying? And a lot of women's strength are in, in the strength of their degrees or in the strength of their accomplishment, in the strength of what they foremothers have taught them, in the strength of everything else, but in the strength of the Spirit of God. And women must find their strength in God so they be able to strengthen. You got to be tenderhearted. That's what's attracted to a man. No man wants to be in a house with a contentious woman. The Bible says it's better for a man to be on a rooftop than be in a house with a contentious woman. The Bible talks about that a contentious woman is like a dripping faucet. You don't want to be a nag. You don't want to be annoying. You want to be tenderhearted and kind. Next T in this section, traits that are very attractive to a God-fearing man, traits that a man wants to, in his wife, is a woman whose thoughts and tongues are tamed. A woman whose thoughts and tongues are tamed. That's very important. You know that I'm not going to think too much on this because it's going to bring unnecessary pressures to my man. I'm going to tame my thoughts. I'm going to tame my tongue. I'm going to think on things that are above. I'm going to speak things that are fit the occasion that are building up. Do you tame? Do you have a, a, a hold or a control over your mind and your mouth? Last but not least, traits that are attracted to a God-fearing man and uh, traits that a, a God-fearing man wants in a wife. S, a woman that's supportive. No man wants a woman who only wants him to support her dream, but she's not accommodating and supportive of his. A, 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 a husband wants a woman that, that his number one chili is, number one support outside of God, a woman that, that champions his God-fearing dream. We're not talking about you supporting his dumb ideas. We ain't talking about that. You have the right in a marriage and a relationship to be like, you know what? I don't think that's wise. We're not sitting there saying that you do everything your husband says. We're just sitting there saying that y'all both are submitted to God and that you are able to hold him accountable as he holds you accountable. We'll talk about traits that a God-fearing woman wants in a, in a man. We'll talk about that possibly next week. But, but a man wants a woman that's supportive, especially when he is sensing the spirit of God leading him in a, in a situation. An enemy will always try to go through a weak woman to pull down a strong man. 
and, and vice versa. The enemy will try to go through a weak man to pull down a strong woman. So we both have to make sure that we don't have open doors for the enemy to try to pull that person from following what he or she is sensing what God wants him to do. Last but not least, another attractive trait that a God-fearing man loves is a woman who's a good steward. Good steward over time, good steward over money. Man, that's very attractive. No, no man wants a woman that, that don't know how to manage money. It's very important, ladies, you understand traits, uh, characteristics, attributes, that are soul deep. How how well is your soul? Um, do you know who you are? Do you know uh, um, um, what you're made of? A God-fearing man is at the highest level. And he sees things and notices things and probably removes himself when he sees some of these negative traits in you. If he sees um, that you're not transforming and that you're not theologically sound, that you're not respectful or that you always under the expectation that you're not assured of yourself, you're not accommodating you or selfish, you're unintelligent emotionally and intellectually. You are. Oh, next. I, I, didn't, I didn't even say this. That you're an idea developer or idea enhancer. A man wants a multiplier. A man wants a woman that can multiply things. He wants a woman that can nurture and multiply ideas and ideas for the home to make the home run smoother. Ideas for business. A man wants a maximizer, a multiplier, not a divider and a subtractor. What side of the math equation are you on? Are you a multiplier and an adder or are you a subtractor and a divider? Where are you? Do you divide and subtract or do you multiply and add? But all these traits are what are extremely attractive to a man who is close to God. A man who's close to God ain't just going to be attracted. They may be drawn to you because you're beautiful, but they're going to assess and audit the, uh, uh, the attributes of your soul to see if this is worth being in. Because mid-level, low-level men, they'll be drawn to you and be manipulated by you. But a man who loves God will not settle for a woman with these uh, with the opposite of these traits. I hope this helped you, ladies. Hope you go to my website now and download this worksheet. This worksheet here I have for you, the Life for Activity is this. I want you to take some time and examine the traits you are, that you currently have and see if they are able to attract and keep the one guys for you. I have two books that will help you, ladies, in this. My book, um, The Purpose of Singleness, Are You Whole or Full of Holes? This book will help you assess in your singleness or in your marriage. If you're a whole woman or a woman full of holes, causing contention, causing strife, causing unnecessary drama in your relationships or potential ones. Also got this other book called Dating Prep. It's a book for you to date yourself and in the love of your life forever. It's questions that you have to ask yourself. And it has a card game that I made with it called Dating Prep. These card games and these books will be a good resource to help you really process if you're ready to be dressed for that next level. But another book that I have for you is called The Purpose of Freedom. How to Untie Soul Ties of Your Stronghold. These books right here will really help you um, examine and my bearing, transformative, God-implementing traits that will support my uh, uh, place in the household. You have to be whole to hold your place in the household. Ladies, you know I love you. I tell you the truth, and I do it to the guys too. We do exceptionally well. I'll see y'all next time.